Hello, friends. Thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. Every week we talk about what's happening with marriage equality when we get around to it. Mostly we talk about our lives. How's your life, James? It proceeds directly into the sea. What? Sploosh. Where have you gone? Oh, are you Daryl Hannah? You had to watch the sploosh. I guess if, like, Balky was describing the movie, that's what he would call it? He might. He might balk at the idea of a sploosh. <laughs> Is that why he balked? That's why he was known Con- as Balky? He yes. Balked. That, that was not his name. His name was uh, was Sherman. All right. We're going We're going too many references deep right off the top here. Oh, so, deep. Let's let's talk about... Let, let us define our terms. Deep, deep down. No, stop it. Too many references. Too mm. many references. Oh. Uh, so we watched Splash. Sploosh. Because news surfaced, haha, that... Oh, dear. I've forgotten his name. What's oh his no, name? we're starting the episode with one. I want to say it's Stockard Channing, but that's sure. not it. That's not it. What's She's his the name? lady from Greece. Is she? Stinky manfolds. He has Yuck. those. That is but not. But that's not his name. That is not a name for a heartthrob. Oh come on, James. His heart has convolution, so it throbs with stinky manfolds. Okay, no, it's Gregory Pops. Gregory Pops. Gregory. It's not Gregory. No, Gregory. We roll along. Channing Chipmunk. Channing no, Chipmunk. Not, descriptive. Yes. Uh, no, there, there's a Channing. I know. There, oh, shit. There's either a Stockard Channing or a Stinky O'Neill. Stinky O'Neill, sure. Now, you haven't gone with Carol Channing. Carol Channing? Is it Carol Channing? Is it As, Carol Channing in the remake of Splash? She's, she's 101. Yeah, she's just 101 fishy fringe. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, Greg Lee. It, it, is it anything close to Greg? No, it's not. He has a weird name. No, it's not close to Greg. It's either Stockard or Channing. Palymus <laughs> Stockling. Palymus Stockling? Pa- Palymus Stockling. That sounds like the scientific name for something. It does. It sounds It sounds like the disease you get in your stinky manfolds. Cram- oh, I've got a case of Palymus Stockling. Cram smack. Sure. Cr- crackly stingray. Stingray. Well, Stingray is keeping in the tradition of sploosh. Stamford Marfle. Stamford Marfle. That's Stanford it. Stamford Marfle. No, Sto- Stockard. Stockard Channing. No, that's her name. I keep coming back to that. That's not it. No, that's not his name. Candy Mister? Candy Mister. Candy Mister. Candy Mister Can. Uh, Crafty. 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 After dark. Crafty after dark. He may be crafty after dark, uh, if the rumors are true. Uh, angry, angry Marvin? It's not Angry Marvin. He wanted to destroy the world with his, uh, his humpulator module. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 the, the Martian, not the yes. android. No, although he may have also wanted to hump the world. Is, there's, is there a CR? Uh, there is a C. There's no R at all. Cram... Cor- Cor- Corbin Dallas. Corbin, it's Corbin Dallas. Dallas. Sure. TV's Bruce M- M- Valanche. Oh no, what's his <laughs> name? Bruce Willis. Oh jeez. I was gonna. I was about to have nested forget me nows. <laughs> yep. <laughs> forget me nest. Oh. It's oh, a matryoshka of misery. Carl. Carl's bad. Carl. Carl's bad. Carlington darling. <laughs> Carlington Darling. Carlington Darling. Oh, oh. isn't that? That's a very fancy. That's a chauffeur's oh, name. Come see Sploosh what? with why? Carlington Darling. Who? Why would I say that's a chauffeur's name? Like, sure. that's fancy. Ooh, only the fancy chauffeurs. No, Any uh, relation uh, to uh, Roger Darling t- from Tatum? the Judy? Tatum? Is there a Tatum? Stanking Tatum? Uh, it's not Stanking Tatum. Christy Stanking Tatum? <laughs> that's not a man's no. name. There's Carl? no men. 
cryptling bird song. <laughs> it's not cryptling bird song. I like that though. Corleus. Curly? Cur- Corleus? You you looked you looked engaged at Cor- no. No, cuz it's just it, Corleus. Chan Channing. It's a Channing. It's a okay. Channing Manning. Channing Manning. Uh-huh. Channing Tatum? Channing Mo Wait, what did you say? Channing Tatum? O'Neill? Channing no, Tatum O'Neill? Stop, stop, stop. You've gone too far. Channing Tatum? Is that his yeah. name? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, what? Channing Tatum is going to be apparently in a remake of Splash. Mm-hmm. So we watched the original oh, to boy. commemorate the the news. It's not good. You didn't care for it. No, no. I needed either a little more magic or a little less magic. Like the mm. movie just would not make up its mind. Is it going to be a fairy tale about a mermaid? Then I want to see flights of fancy. Like occasionally something fanciful would happen. Like she would say something and TV would explode, mm-hmm. or she'd bite into a lobster. It's not that magic, I guess. Anyone could do that. It was Sebastian the Crab. He cried out. I think one of my favorite moments was just like an establishing shot of the city of Manhattan with this obviously fake matte painting moon painted in over it. And I was like, oh, the moon has never looked like that. But I like that. It's it's a kind of a fancy Imagine Time picture. Mm-hmm. Also known as a painting. Sure. A fancy Imagine Time picture. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and I like that. I like, I want more magic in my mermaids. Or... More, or you want dark and gritty mermaids? Or I want dark, gritty mermaids. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, like, there was a lot of um, Tom uh, Hanks. Oh. oh, boy. I almost called him Tom Stoppard. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of Tom Stoppard uh-huh. uh, say, you know, just going with it and being like, oh, you don't talk? Okay, whatever. I guess we'll make out. Or, oh, you're a mysterious woman with seaweed hair? Oh, all right, whatever. Just hang out in my apartment. But what if it was Channing Tatum or, or the young or the twink of your dreams emerges mm. from the sea nude? And he doesn't speak. All he wants to do is fuck. That's all he wants to do, constantly. He doesn't want to talk. He doesn't seem to understand anything. He just wants to roll around in bed and and offer his genitals to you. I think I won the lottery. Would you not behave? Would you? Would you second guess it constantly, being like, "Now what? Now?" now." Oh, I would. I I mean, maybe I'm not like. Uh, Maybe Woody Allen had had the market cornered at that time on on neurotic New Yorkers. Uh, But uh, I would have liked to have seen Tom Hanks be like, why is this happening to me? I mean, I'll go with it, but uh, this is weird. Well, I think Roger Ebert, you looked at Ebert's review and you agreed with it. And I I can see this. He thought it would be a better movie if uh, it was all about John Candy. Oh, 100%. Rather than Tom Hanks. Now, I... I definitely see a movie where John Candy is trying to hide a mermaid... That would being be so much, much fun. funnier yeah. than Splash. But Splash is a fantasy for straight men that a stupid naked woman who only wants to please them, that is the only thing on this woman's mind. She emerges from the sea, and you really have no responsibilities to or for her. Uh, she just wants to give you erotic pleasure, and you don't have to do anything to earn it. Yeah, I think that is gross for a man to want it, and I think it is perfectly fine for me to want it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that's a double standard at all. You no, know, I get it. I get why that's that's a fantasy. And uh, it's super boring to me, and I think the characters are lame. But as soon as like it's sexually appealing to me, I'm like, oh... Okay, I get it. Which is why I'm excited for this gender-flipped version, where there's a sex idiot played by Channing Tatum, and um, presumably a funny lady who is is going to be the Tom Hanks. Well, let's hope those two things are true. Let's hope the lady is funny, and let's hope Channing Tatum is an idiot in it. Because mm-hmm. it, it, 
Yes, I if think he's like a smug mermaid. Like I don't even know. Or a smarmy be. mermaid, or oh, like, or, or or if he's even vaguely competent, like a wisecracking mermaid. Yeah. Although I will say, I would like to see like a wisecracking. I don't know, Chris Rock mermaid. Like I feel like <laughs> that would be really entertaining too. Sure. Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a black mermaid. Uh, well, we haven't seen every fish in the sea, but I think you're right. I am trying to think through all through my mermadex, and uh, there's <laughs> an a Ethel there's an Ethel Merman mermaid, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, I'm not seeing really any mermaids of color in the reboot of Splash. In the in the gritty remake of Splash, maybe we're gonna get mermaids of all different uh, religions and ethnicities and backgrounds and shapes and sizes. I'd like to see some body positivity. Sure, why not? Well, what I was thinking is, building on that John Candy idea for the original Splash is, wouldn't it be fun if Melissa McCarthy had a Mm. hot, naked guy who wanted nothing more than to bone her, Mm -hmm. but like uh, Jeannie in I Dream of Jeannie, (laughs) she knows that this is a magical sex man that she has to keep hidden, and so the movie is all about her trying to keep him out of trouble, but also keeping him accessible for the frequent bonings that he wants to provide. I think that's great. I would love to see that. I mean, we were talking about this last night, about like female comedians who would be great in this role. I personally would like to see Erin Gibson. Of of throwing shade. You mentioned that, yeah. and, and and then we got to talking about uh, does she just find a gay mermaid, and it's Brian Safi, <laughs> yes, and it's her trying to keep him out of trouble. He's still a sex idiot, but he's a gay mermaid. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine how good that would be, Brian Safi as like the gay sex idiot mermaid who washes up on the shores of Manhattan. Yes, and Aaron Gibson as his keeper. Yeah, she's his she's his fruit fly, and she's got to like introduce him to the village, and he's getting into trouble. And uh, but the twist is. Yeah. I don't think he should ever grow legs. I think he should be a fish the whole time and have to paddle himself around on like a skateboard or like sit awkwardly and like slide down chairs. Um, he's always got his fish tail. Okay. And he's just got to work with it. Okay. Okay. There's I, a lot I of flopping. I can see that. And he's still, he's still popular with the boys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a grinder hookup and the guy's like, well, you know, what are you going to do? He's serving fishy realness. <laughs> Oh my god, is that the subtitle? Sure. Splash 2, Serving Fishy Realness. Absolutely. Oh my god. Somebody mocked that up. So I told, uh, I asked our friend uh, Terry Bloss, who is on Sewers of Paris, and he lives in Portland, wonderful comic artist in Portland, Terry Bloss. Uh, I asked him, because uh, sometimes uh, he does some really lovely fan art of, of actors and, and comics, uh, I asked if he had any plans to do a mock-up of Channing Tatum as a mermaid. And so he sent me a Photoshop, which is not what I was expecting, uh, but it was fine. And then Joe Phillips, the the hunky beefcake artist Joe Phillips, drew a Channing Tatum mock-up, as uh, Channing Tatum as a fish, uh, which was fabulous. So now I want this to happen with Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson looking harassed and, and harangued, yep. and she's exhausted, and for some reason she's yep. wet. She's She's been splashed at some point. Well, I mean, wet. it's called splash, so yeah, so she's got a splash, and uh, Brian as a fish has a big smile, and he's holding up a roast chicken. Sure, absolutely. He loves it. He loves on land. They they never had chicken in the sea. Mm. They oh, had they, had, they had chicken of the sea. Yeah. No, he's not holding up a roast chicken. He's balancing an, an absurdly tall stack of chicken of the sea mm-hmm. exactly. tuna cans. Exactly, exactly. There's also a drag queen mermaid 
somehow involved. Yes, and I hope that this has reminded you of an LGBT podcast that's actually funny called Throwing Shade, which features Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson. You should be listening to that instead of this. No, listen to both. Listen no. to both. It's not a zero-sum game. You don't it have is. to pick your podcast. You do. You only have so much time in your life. Which podcasts are you going to listen to, folks? You have unlimited hours in the day to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I've been listening to lately. Oh, is boy. this podcast Science Versus. Okay. It is so good. Mm-hmm. So it's this woman, uh, and I've forgotten her name, but she's Australian, and she picks a topic, and then she a topic that people have intense emotions about, and then she goes through the science, and she's like, uh, no, you're wrong, or you're wrong. Uh, and it's great. Uh, she did fracking. Okay. She did attachment parenting. She did guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's brand new, and I love it. Is her name Plebiscita? You know what? You'll be happy to hear we have no plebiscite news this oh, week. Oh, thank God. We do have some news. The plebiscite's cleared up. About Bermuda. Oh, boy. Yes. Oof. Not a ton, not a ton. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, Bermuda. They have a lot of merfolk there. <laughs> they probably do. It's an island. You would think more so than uh, the Hudson River. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where they're, they're all a bit mutated. Uh, so in Bermuda, uh, so the, the Protect Traditional Marriage Coalition... Uh, I think they see which way the winds are blowing or where the writing's on the wall. The trade winds are going straight to uh, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, whoosh. Uh, I don't know what that means. Jimmy Buffett. He's going to take you away to Parrotville. Yes, yes. Okay. Where do you go? You go to, like, Saltsylvania? Margaritaville. Margaritaville, thank you. Uh, so the Protect Traditional Marriage Bermuda uh, has offered a compromise. They're like, well, um, maybe if we didn't do marriage, but uh, how about if we just bundled a bunch of benefits together into a package? Mm-hmm. And we didn't call it marriage, but it's it's a bundle of benefits. We call it a cocktail, <laughs> and then you put a little umbrella in it, and you sell it to yeah. tourists for $14. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. It's the basis of their economy. I mean, so that would have been... Lovely in the mm-hmm. 1980s, uh, but today, uh, according to Adrian, when Splash was popular, well, exactly. According to Adrian Hartnett Beasley, uh, oh. a very fancy name. He's a lawyer who lives on Bermuda. He's mm-hmm. a Bermudan lawyer. Uh, he recently got married in the states to his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, that's not good enough. Any relation to Josh Hartnett? Speaking of, of teen heartthrobs, well, I suppose we're all related. You go back far enough. Sure. Uh, and Beasley. Who do we know? Do we know any famous Beasleys? I think you're probably thinking of The Office. Yeah, Pam Beasley. Yeah. Anyway, so he says, no, not good enough. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Especially, like, if you get one of these packages in Bermuda and then you go abroad. Oh, I'd like to grab a package and then grab abroad. Grab abroad. Uh, what are you supposed to say? Like, oh, uh, we're not married, we're packaged. Like, sure. It doesn't mean anything. It's a package deal. Yeah. I like it. So he's like, not good enough, uh, we need marriage. So, okay. Yeah, that's the state of affairs in Bermuda. Well, so what's going to happen? Uh, so, uh, constitutional challenge ongoing. So uh, this was an attempt okay. by the by the bad guys, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. by the other side, by the opposition, mm-hmm. to uh, reach some sort of detente uh, where they wouldn't have to give up marriage. But uh, our side is like, no, not good enough. We're going to keep fighting. Okay, but let me ask this, and, mm-hmm. and maybe this is wrong, but is there no benefit to just securing that bundle now and then still pushing for marriage? Or is the idea that if they give on the bundle, they'll be like, hey, we gave on the bundle, so no more for you? I think that is definitely a risk. And that was certainly the strategy for decades. Sure. Uh, We went for civil unions, you know, starting in the 80s in San Francisco is one of the first places in the U.S. to offer civil unions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would have been really difficult for us to get married if we didn't have civil unions first. And that's why I ask, because, uh, you know, let's say they they really push for marriage and Bermuda says, uh, no. Well, then they have they don't have the bundle either. My impression is that the people fighting for equality in Bermuda feel fairly confident that they are going to win marriage, okay. and that they don't need to essentially 
tag this this halfway point uh, to save their progress, uh, which will delay things. It will mm-hmm. it will give the other side an excuse to say, "Well, look, you got the benefits. Maybe it's time for us to study." And well, I don't know. Do you really need this? So uh, I think they're going to go straight for marriage, and they're going to get it in the next year or so. Okay. Well, they would know uh, far better than I. I don't know whether or not they even have mermaids there, let alone the state of their marriage life. Now, do you suppose there are mermaids on the Isle of Man? I assume there are mermans. Yes, there there are manx. Oh, mermanx. That's, that's, mermanx, that's mm-hmm. what they're called there. Uh, so the Isle of Man, as you'll recall from a recent episode, recently legalized marriage equality. So hooray. Hooray. Uh, the first marriage happened Is last week. Is that where week. the manx cat comes from? Yes. It's gross. I think so. I don't care for that cat. Uh, well, it looks sorry. like a little gremlin. I don't want it. Oh, is it? It's not the hairless one, is it? Isn't it? I thought it was. I mean, it's a sphinx. Mm. I think the a sphinx cat is, has a, is hair. a mythical beast that riddles you. <laughs> okay. Riddle me this: What has three legs in the locker room and <laughs> a fish tail in my bed? Daryl Hannah walking with a cane. Absolutely. So uh, Luke Cairn, Carine, K- 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 Luke Carine, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. Luke Canine, Luke Carine, and Zach Tomlinson mm-hmm. uh, were the first to marry. Ooh. Very sweet. Uh, they've been dating for about six years. Mm-hmm. They met, uh, their first date was at a KFC, <laughs> which apparently they have on the Isle of Man. Sure. Which I, I, th- I, don't, I don't know. I think that's very sweet. It's in 2010 they, they uh, got together. It stands for Cardiff Fried Chicken, but it's misspelled. <laughs> It's like written with a child's crayon. One of them was dating a woman at the time. Okay. And this when they guy, got married? No, no, no. Oh. When they started dating. Wow. And the other one just uh, he caught his eye and they uh, he flirted a little bit. They went to a KFC and within a few months he'd come out of the closet and dro- drop the woman, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, well. off, off a cliff. <laughs> it was Daryl Hannah. Mm. So long, lady. Uh, they're both ophthalmic scientists. A lot of gaiety in the optometry, ophthalmology. Is that right? Yeah, a lot of the, the, the eyeballs, they attract the gaze for some reason. Fascinating. A lot of gaze in the optical world. Hmm. Well, you would know you worked at a, at a optique. I worked in a, in a place for the eyeballs, and the, yeah, the, the stench of dick was thick. <laughs> oh, God. Those are some dirty eyeballs. Yeah. It burns. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Isle of Man has been grappling with uh, legal protections for LGBTs for some time. Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s uh, and into the 90s, in fact, it was illegal to be gay. If you were caught having consensual homosexual sex, uh, you could go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, there, well, it was true in most places, was it not? Uh, in a lot of places, yeah. That's true. Um so it was decriminalized in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> it took a little bit longer than that in some parts of the U.S. Uh, oh, well, I was going to say, this sounds like it's just keeping pace with yep. the, the Western world. There was an attempt in uh, 87 to decriminalize, mm-hmm. uh, according to Mr. R. E. Quine, who... Uh, Wait, Mr. R. Equine? <laughs> what, so, so was this a horse? Maybe. The okay. Isle of Man may have been ruled by, by a horse. horse. Okay. Uh, so this is Robert Equine. I'm not going to try to understand the political governance of the Isle of Man because it eludes me. Okay. It's all mermen and horses. Yes. Uh, are hippogriffs? Are hippocamps? No. What's the one that's a horse with the tail of a fish? There is a there's a mythical creature that is the it's a head of a horse and the tail of a fish and the body of a man. I, Wait, I Matthew. Yeah. Are you just thinking of a seahorse? <laughs> Are you thinking of the mythical seahorse? <laughs> you know, legend has it that the males get pregnant. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I think there is an actual... Wait, hold on. Wait, just hold, hold the telephone right here. What? I mean, earlier you were telling me that you were going to get Show a sphinx. Show of a hippogriff. I'll need to unlock my iPhone first. It's, it's forbidden knowledge. I cannot know the hippogriff. I... Oh, it's not what I thought. 
It's the body of a lion and the wings of a Pegasus. I know, and... I've fought plenty of them in RPGs. Okay. But uh, I think you may be confusing mythical animals with real animals, because we've gone from the Sphinx <laughs> to the mythical seahorse, the, the mythical horse of the sea. I mean, you have to admit, it has it a head implausible. shaped like a horse and the tail of a fish. No, hold on. Head of a horse, mm-hmm. body of a fish. I'm sure... Next, you're going to be telling me there's a poisonous beaver with a duck bill that lays eggs. No, it's the the hippocamp. It, it is a thing. That is a part of your brain that has dreamed up the seahorse. Here, here. Here's what I, here's what I was imagining. <laughs> One of my favorite things about James is when I make him laugh and he sounds like a supervillain. First of all... That horse is so over it. He has had... What a week he's having. He has had it, baby. He has. And the way he's sticking his tongue out, it's like when Catty Queen goes, Bleh, in uh, Ogenki Clinic. There's this character in Ogenki Clinic named Catty Queen. She is a pop star dying of internal combustion. And she sings a song that goes, Baby, baby, all night long. Fuck me, baby. All night long, all night long, all night long. Give me a cock. Give me a cock. All right. All right. Yes. And, and that, then she sticks her tongue And out. so when she says, Bleh, that's that's what I imagine that horse is saying. I also think you need to see this image. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> that is Liberace's seahorse. The way it's playing the piano and looking back over its shoulder, like, you like what you see? Look at its hair. Oh, and it's got Fabio hair, it's yes. It's beautiful. It's it be- really it's is. Actually, it reminds me of all that, that picture that's going around right now, of the, the lace front fantasy from Stranger Things. Here's what it is. This is, Madge has told the horse that she's soaking in it. She's like, Really? <laughs> Is that so, Madge? Well, I'm soaking in my contempt for you and your bourgeois dishwashing liquid. Is that riffraff? No! That's obviously this sexy horse. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the horse does look like it's just had its had its nails did. Yeah. Um, I'm going to post pictures of these on Defining Marriage. Uh, but wait, what is this beast? .com. Uh, it's a hippogriff. It's not a hippogriff. It's a hippocamp. Oh. Uh, also known in Greek as hippocampi. Well, but wait, what about the hippocampus? Because isn't that the part of your brain that forms memories? I think you're implanting false memory for our memories. Oh, you're you're shutting down my hippocampus. You're turning into Carol Channing. Oh, with your harsh wave, I'm turning into a raspberries. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't know why the hippocampus is named after a horse-headed fish. a horsefish. Is it? Wait, is it the part of your brain that's shaped like a sexy horsefish? Maybe. The mytholo- mythological creature shared by Phoenician and Greek mythology, uh, blah, 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 adopted by Etruscan mythology, uh, uh, Capricornus and related mythical animals. Anyway, this is not so exciting. This is the Listen to Matthew Wait. Wikipedia show. Capricorn. I thought that was a goatfish. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Now, I'm very familiar with the goatfish. That's Are reasonable. You? Yes. Oh, it's like a member of the family. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, we'll look up some more fascinating details about this and, oh, and update people next week. All right. Back to uh, the bunghole marriage. Back uh, to Northern Ireland. Oh. So uh, they're still grappling with uh, homosexual marriage. Sure. Uh, an artist has painted a five-story mural mm-hmm. uh, in support of marriage equality. Okay. Uh, it shows two women embracing and kind of rubbing their noses together. Oh. Uh, the uh, art critic, noted art critic, uh, and also uh, free Presbyterian cleric, Reverend David McIlveen calls the mural unacceptable and, of course, reprehensible. 
Of course, of course. So wait, he's a free Presbyterian? Free Presbyterian cleric. So that means he's up for grabs at like any any Presbyterian church? He's like a free agent in yeah. sports? I don't know. If like the church says free Presbyterian with every meal out on the sign or at something? At KFC. Yeah. Uh, at KFC, you get you get a thigh, a juicy thigh, and you get hmm. a Presbyterian. Maybe it's like open source Presbyterianism? Or open sore Presbyterianism. No, Ooh. possibly. Um, I guess you can just edit it. Anyone can edit yeah. it? <laughs> it's, it's licensed it. It's got a new license. Uh, so he says, even if the assembly, so he's talking about Northern Ireland, uh-huh. even if the assembly did pass the motion for same-sex marriage, mm. it still won't change the view of those of us that believe marriage is sacred and between a man and a woman. Sure. Which I think is just fine. That's fine. Great. You can believe that. Yeah. Go ahead. Believe it. You believe so, it. First of all, I'm sure this guy believes all kinds of crazy bullshit. Well, he believes that this mural is uh, reprehensible. Yeah. And, and that's great. Believe those things. Just don't stop other people from doing stuff. Honestly, him saying, like, it won't change the view that marriage is sacred between a man and a woman. I mean, that's an argument for passing it. Oh, I mean, sure. you're essentially, he's saying, like, oh, there will be nothing no consequences will change. to our belief. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing great. will change. Okay, good. Uh, this week, the British Psychological Society in Northern Ireland, uh-huh. it's all, one organization, mm-hmm. uh, has supported a marriage equality motion. Uh, it is also supported by the Scottish conservative leader ruth davidson okay. uh, who is engaged to an irish woman oh so nice. Isn't that nice uh hooray <clears throat> uh other good news this week uh judge roy moore uh, oh, we yeah. have very little to say about him okay uh which is always nice uh he's got a hearing scheduled for august 8th that's this coming monday so by the time listeners are hearing this he may have already had his hearing oh. uh, that will determine whether or not a full trial is necessary the trial would happen in september or maybe they'll just be like oh fuck the trial you're off the bench Oh, and on to the Free Presbyterian team. Well, his next move may not be so great. Uh, There's a new survey that shows that Republican voters strongly favor him in the upcoming governor's race. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not sure when when Alabama votes for its next governor, but uh, the survey shows that 28% of Republican voters favor him. He's got the the largest segment. Uh, there's a few other. There's there's a large. Okay, so I wait, don't know. 28% of mm-hmm. Republicans. I just wonder what that means, like statewide. I actually I have no idea. Okay. I don't know how that breaks down. Mm. Um, there's another candidate who had 24%. Uh, there's okay. somebody else. Uh, oh oh, the Attorney General uh, Luther Strange. Oh, perfect. Yes. Uh, he only has 9%, sadly. Oh. Or Luther Strange. Mm. Uh, also, uh, this week is unsealed some uh, memos that Roy Moore sent around to uh, county clerks. In the Ark of the Covenant? Telling them to... No, they were not. No. Uh, or we don't know. Maybe they could have burned someone's it's face probably off. where he keeps all his documents. Uh, so he sent a, a memo to some clerks uh, telling them not to uh, let gay people get married. Okay. Uh, he also, in, in his rambling memo where he cites a whole bunch of things from like quack medical organizations to postings he just found on the internet sure uh he also quotes he and and adapts you know that reverend martin niemoller quote no first they came for these people and i didn't speak up okay and they came for these people and i didn't speak up so he adapted it to be about florists bakers and and clerks oh boy so first they came for the florists and i didn't speak up because i didn't sell flowers Uh all that stuff and oh boy, I, yikes! Uh, okay, so you think that uh, the Nazis coming to uh, lock you up in death camps is—that's uh, a fair comparison to make. To mm. well, that is a thing that crackpots believe: is that they're going to be locked up in re-education camps and forced to accept uh, bunghole love. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I don't know, they'll be burned at the stake or something. That's the kind of thing they come up with. Yeah. Um, I, I, gay yeah. people just want to have a cake and kiss each other. 
Yeah, they're the ones with the with the burning at the stake ideas. Yeah, and the locking people up and re-educating them and uh, converting them from one fundamental characteristic to another, yeah. which doesn't work. We just want to go to KFC in peace. Yeah, they used to beat the shit out of you if you were left-handed. <laughs> that really made a lot of people right-handed. Yeah, good good job. Good job, everybody. Um, so <clears throat> we're going to have some news next week about Roy Moore. Uh, we also had some news this week about Mississippi. Uh-huh. Uh, Judge Carlton Reeves, who we love. He's a great guy. He's uh, ruled for marriage equality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mississippi is currently embroiled in some litigation about their like mega Religious Freedom Restoration Act Bill. Oh, right, right. Uh, they so Carlton Reeves, Judge Reeves, uh, recently ruled that it was unconstitutional, mm. and uh, now the state is appealing. And the state said, "Well, while we're appealing, can we enforce the law anyway?" And uh, which is sometimes a thing okay. that can happen. Okay. Uh, for example, there was just there's another case involving um, a, a transgender student who wanted to use bathrooms, mm-hmm. and so a judge ruled that uh, he could use the bathroom that was consistent with his his affirmed gender, mm-hmm. and uh, the school district appealed that, and so now the student is not allowed to use the bathroom until this case makes it to the Supreme Court. Right, okay. So, anyway. Did anyone ask Carlton the Doorman? <laughs> unrelated, that no. we know of. Uh, uh, hello, it's me, Carlton the Doorman. I think the gays should kiss and hug. I know that's supposed to be... Hello. I know that's supposed to be Carlton, but it just, sounds like, it just sounds like George Lucas. Hello, oh, oh, no... Curtin the doorman. So Judge Reeves had no patience for he was over it like a hippocamp. No, uh, no patience for Mississippi saying we want to uh, enforce this. Blech. He pointed out that the state's attorneys uh, that their filing contained several errors. Okay, uh, he suggested that possibly it contained errors because they had neglected to attend some of the some of the hearings involved okay. in this case. Uh, and he said that uh, they had compared uh, being forced to comply with this law to forcing people to uh, conduct abortions or go to war despite <laughs> being conscientious objectors. Uh-huh. And thank God for this judge, because mm-hmm. he was like, no. no. Issuing a license, and this is a quote, is not like being forced into armed combat or to assist with an abortion. Mm-hmm. He went on, and this is another quote, if movements truly believe, movements, you know, the right. state, if movements truly believe that providing services to LGBT citizens forces them to tinker with the machinery of death, their animus exceeds anything seen in Romer, Windsor, or the marriage equality cases. Yep. Good for you. Good for you, Judge Reeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderfully put, uh, judge, uh, uh, judge, the attorney Robbie Kaplan, who's one of the attorneys litigating this case, uh, called it poetry, which I think is, it, like, perfectly captures how nicely that's put. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean for the future of that bill? It's not not looking good. Uh-huh. Uh, it goes to the Fifth Circuit. Um, so we'll see how that goes in Mississippi. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a pretty strong case that they've brought. Uh, so even if they land a... Uh, they'll get a panel of judges, a randomly selected panel of judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the judges in Mississippi are good, some of them are bad. But, I mean, even the worst judge, it's going to... The state really has a difficult case to make here. Right. This is the one that, like, gives preferential treatment to certain religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, oh boy, good luck defending that one. Sure. And if it does pass at that stage, I assume it goes to the Supreme Court? Yes, indeed. Okay. So, yep, it probably, I mean, there's a good chance it'll go to the Supreme Court anyway, that mm-hmm. one side or the other is going to be like, we're not done here. Okay. So, uh, I mean, that's something to watch. I mean, do they really think they can win on a case that establishes so, a religion? It's so blatantly unconstitutional. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, if this is the hill they want to die on, go ahead. Okay. I mean, Keep well, in your own grave. Well, if Hill doesn't get in the White House and we mm. have uh, Trump Tower, then maybe the Supreme Court will look very different. That's true. That's true. Maybe, uh... Oh God! Whoever, whoever he appoints, yeah, you. I just, I just yanked at my collar like Woody Allen. 
<clears throat> does he do that? Does, doesn't he do that? It was more of a Rodney Dangerfield thing, mm, I always okay. thought. Maybe, maybe. Oh, they're so similar. Or Rover Dangerfield. Yes. Oof. Or Woody Allen in the Ant movie. Remember he was an ant oh, back when they were grief. making ant movies? Yeah. Bee movies? They were making a bunch of bug movies. They did. There were a couple yeah. of bug movies. There were, there were so many bug movies. And there were also some fish movies. Do you remember yeah. they made two fish movies in a row? Sure. Sploosh and sploosh. <laughs> uh, the last bit of marriage news this week is some lovely news from Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He married two White House staffers at his home. Oh, a polygamous marriage. <laughs> yes, he, he officiated their marriage. Oh. Uh, it's well, very cute. Uh, there's a nice little photo of him uh, conducting the marriage. One of them is uh, chief of, oh, I forget his exact title, but he's the one who basically manages all the staff for the White House. Chief of staff it's not the chief of staff oh um but he does stuff like decide which secretaries are going where mm-hmm. uh, and the other one is the guy who manages all of michelle obama's travel so okay uh they got married which is very sweet a match made in the rotunda it was a rotund match <laughs> uh franklin graham the son of uh, billy graham mm-hmm. uh had some harsh words for this he said that uh, joe biden is celebrating what god has defined as sin there will be a price to pay i think he's just jealous he wasn't invited to the wedding what price what i mean what does god want from joe biden for Mac- <laughs> like you know joe i'm taking your car now that is the price you must pay for officiating the rotund marriage of all the things joe biden's do- done in his life I sure mean, I-, I get the impression he's he's lived a pretty a pretty daring life well he married two white house staffers so uh, the sky's the limit uh, mm. i'm sure he's done lots of things so who knows have you seen that meme where it's a picture of joe biden with a- an ice cream cone that's that's empty i haven't seen that i have seen pictures of him as a young man mm-hmm. pictures of the veep as a young man and uh va, 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 yeah, he was a real channing tatum he was that indeed yeah there's a photo of him in a, in a sweater where he's the most adorable little thing do you think joe biden's a mermaid let's hope so can you, listeners, I just want you to imagine sexy young Joe Biden splashing around with his fishtail. He's a sex idiot, washes up on shore and just grins and bats his eyelashes at the ladies and they all go, oh, and uh, one of them's a horse and goes, no. Shirley Bassey finds him. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And the two of them, because, you know, they're contemporaries. Well, this was a movie that was shot in the, in the 60s, I assume, back when he was a, a mm-hmm. fine young thing. Uh, so it's, Biden's off forever. There you go. And his name's Biden in it. Biden yes, the Mermaid. Biden the Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Gold Just, Fisher. It's not as good. It's not as good. Yep. Go, go <laughs> Biden's are forever. You, you come up with come up with a fish pun about Goldfinger. Into his net of sin. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll work on it. Listeners, if you can think of any jokes involving uh, Joe Biden... Goldfish? Gold, gold, goldfish. Goldfisher. No. That's what you already said, isn't it? <laughs> it is. If you can think of any puns involving Goldfinger, Shirley Bassey, and Fish, please tweet them at me. I'm at Matt Baum on Twitter. If you have any other comments, you can tweet them at Matt Baum. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. I love reading those reviews. Thank you to everyone who's left reviews. Uh, and you can also pick up my book, Defining Marriage, which is about the uh, 40 years of people fighting for marriage equality. That's uh, definingmarriage.com. You can also get the show notes for this episode there and see some pictures of hippocamps. Uh, <laughs> James is like rubbing his temples trying to come up with puns. <laughs> no, I have to blow my 
nose. I'm holding my face together. Oh, okay. Well, these final moments. All right. Oh, good grief. Well, try to try to maintain your composure, uh, and uh, listen to my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris. I've got a great episode with Daniel Krolik last week. He's a uh, actor in Toronto. He tells a story about writing a play about Randy Quaid. And playing Randy Quaid in this play, and then uh, one night, Randy Quaid himself showed up to see this play about him. Well, that sounds Randy. <laughs> oh, and Quaidy. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, so anyway, once again, everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Gold flounder. That's kind of good.